0: and my fellow pennsylvania this state's electoral votes are key to who wins the presidency and both of the candidates know it we win pennsylvania we win the whole deal you know that <laughs> Just like last time. But states like Pennsylvania are going to be incredibly important. The only thing left on the board is Pennsylvania. The president cannot get to the finish line without the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. One of state all four candidates are visiting today is Pennsylvania. It's 20 electoral votes are highly coveted and the Keystone State could end up being one of the determining factors in the race. Hey, everyone. We're eight weeks out from Election Day. We received great feedback from our first mini-episode, and we're back. And we're going to give a recap of what stood out to us over the last week in PA politics. Once again, we love listener feedback. These mini-episodes are in addition, not in place of, our in-depth weekly episodes. So sneak peek, by the way, speaking of in-depth episodes, we are sitting down for two lengthy conversations, one with Philadelphia State Rep. Malcolm Kenyatta and one with Montgomery County Commissioner Dr. Val Arkush. Now, speaking of the two of them, they joined Congressman Connor Lamb as well as Lieutenant Governor John Fetterman. It was a reunion of sorts in Philadelphia. The last time they were all together in one place, well, that's a good trivia question. Let us know if you know. But the Senate primary, man, oh, man, that seems like ages ago. Speaking of unity, there still hasn't been any similar get-together with all the R candidates for Senate or governor. We find that pretty odd. This past week was really dominated by the top of the ticket. On Sunday, John Fetterman hosted a Women for Fetterman rally in Montgomery County at the community college. National media was there, and about 2,700 other activists. The event featured Congresswoman Madeline Dean, Mary Gay Scanlon, Commissioner Dr. Valar Kouch, State House Minority Leader Joanna McClinton, and Alexis McGill Johnson, the leader of Planned Parenthood Action Fund, which is deeply invested in the race. Now, from a policy point of view, it's worth noting that the lieutenant governor spent time in his brief remarks making clear he wants to end the filibuster. Speaking of senators who like to talk, and not just during filibusters, Louisiana Senator John Kennedy traveled to Bucks County to join Dr. Oz for a rally with over 1,000 activists. That was on Saturday. Now, what we found most interesting is that Senator Kennedy is clearly well-briefed and well-versed on not only the Oz campaign, but also Dave McCormick's resume. So it makes us think that someone at the NRSC or during Tuesday caucus lunches, now that the Senate's back in session, is already thinking about two years down the road. You know, also of note during that event was an appearance by state treasurer Stacey Garrity. Now, that's not necessarily someone who's a household name for our listeners, um, but she's not on the ballot. She's from Bradford County, rural county on the New York border. That's minimally a two and a half hour drive away from Bucks County. In other words, she could have spent her Saturday watching Penn State and they won big on her television. Instead, she trekked down the turnpike. Uh, She was on the campaign trail. She was connecting with voters for, well, that's an open question what State Treasurer Garrity's uh, future holds. But I think there's definitely a bright future in Pennsylvania politics. Now, Dr. Oz also had an appearance in the last few days on Tucker Carlson. The show producers focused the Chiron during the interview on questions about Lieutenant Governor Vetterman's health. Washington Post and Tucker Carlson have very little in common, but they also are just out with an editorial about the Lieutenant Governor's recovery. So in other endorsement news, uh, we head up 476 to the Lehigh Valley uh, from Bucks County. And uh, in the Lehigh Valley, former South Carolina governor, former United Nations ambassador under President Trump, and wannabe president Nikki Haley. Uh, She came out big for Congresswoman Susan Wilde's opponent, Lisa Scheller. My guess is if you were to go to a diner anywhere in the Lehigh Valley and say, who's Nikki Haley? No one would know. But uh, she's active in this cycle. Also in congressional news, the open 17th district, uh, this is the seat around Pittsburgh, largely held uh, uh, currently uh, for a few short weeks by Congressman Connor Lamb. It had Chris Deluzio reminding his opponent, Jeremy Schaefer, of the obvious. Don't make campaign T-shirts and other merchandise in China. Seriously, that is and will forever be the number one no-no. To the Schaefer campaign, to the extent that you're listening, you're running in a seat probably more than any other seat in the country that has radically changed over the last four decades because of American jobs going overseas. Why are you making your merchandise in China? Okay, in the governor's race, Josh Shapiro continued to highlight his cross-party support. He rolled out an application asking for additional Republican testimonials. This comes after a long, both quality and quantity, list of Republican endorsements uh, that have come out for the Shapiro-Davis campaign. Now, by the way, the campaign's up to about $29 million uh, in advertising for both cable and broadcast. This includes a new buy of one and a half million dollars for the final week leading up to November 8th, which seems like eons from now, but it's just eight weeks away. There's three new ads, including a very emotional one specifically for the Erie and Pittsburgh markets with a cancer survivor. Those are markets that are familiar with the initials UPMC. Now, Senator Mastriano has yet to reserve any television advertising. He did make news, though, and this news went national, when a Zoom clip of him right before January 6th surfaced. He was leading a prayer that, quote, Trump supporters rise up and seize power. Speaking of Trump world, I'm going to make a prediction. Mercedes Schlapp will not moderate a Pennsylvania governor's race next month, despite the proposal from the Mastriano campaign. I will also make a prediction that Mercedes Schlapp will not moderate any debates for statewide office across our country in the final eight weeks. This week marks the ratification of our Constitution. This happened, as we know, in Pennsylvania in 1787. Debate is the bedrock of our democracy. Debate built our Constitution in that summer of 1787. So our, as our democracy is at a crossroads. Partisan moderators and candidates resisting debates over differences in public policy, we need those debates we don't need those partisan moderators look forward to talking to everyone next week thanks so much for listening to this episode of pennsylvania kitchen table politics take a minute and leave us a rating and review on your podcast platform please also consider following us on social media for updates and announcements regarding future episodes and new guests you're political so i am sure that you're on twitter facebook tiktok and instagram we are too at PA Political Podcast. Visit our website, papoliticalpodcast.org, and send us your feedback about this episode and suggestions on future guests. Until next week.